0: Thank you for choosing to listen to Drive Time Devotionals, a podcast of 10-minute teachings, uh, I'll give or take 60 seconds, to help you remain in Christ. In the previous episode, which was number 11, we began unpacking the Kingdom Come Prayer in Ephesians chapter 1. So in this episode, we'll continue so that we can better understand how a person comes to know God. So listen to the request one more time, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him now how does that actually happen did you know that the only reason you believe in Jesus and can understand the bible is because Jesus himself chose to reveal it to you In the opening paragraphs, Paul reminded the believers in the church in Ephesus that God chose them before he created the world. He adopted them into his family, forgave all their sins, purchased them out of slavery to self and Satan, and lavished his grace on them. Of course, the exact same is true for you and for me. Jesus made known to us the mystery of his Father's will. That all who believe in the Son for the forgiveness of their sins are rescued from the curse of sin, death, and hell. Jesus said that He reveals His Father to His people. He makes known to us who His Father is and what is really true in this life and the one to come. Jesus gives us enlightenment and understanding. The Greek verb translated reveal is apocalypto. As a noun, it's typically translated revelation. Apocalypse is a direct transliteration from this Greek word. To Jesus' audience, when they heard the word apocalypse, they pictured something coming to light that was previously hidden or not understood. That's why the last book of the Bible is called the Revelation of Jesus Christ, the Apocalypse. Apocalypse isn't about aliens invading earth or giant meteors barreling toward us. It's the unveiling of God's truth to his people. God even tells us that the only way people can understand the Bible is if he gives them the ability to understand it. Otherwise, people's minds are veiled to its truths. On their own, without his help, they can't comprehend its meaning. Now back to the prayer request. The Spirit of God gives us understanding as He opens our minds and hearts to the truths that we read in the Bible. That is what God wants you to ask Him to do. His will for you is to give you all the wisdom and insight you need to be able to follow Him with a completely undivided heart. He wants you to want what He wants for you, which is to know Him better. The only way to understand God is through the Spirit's help. Do we need more of the Spirit? Well, yes and no. When you received Jesus, you were regenerated or born from above. The phrase can also be translated born again. The Spirit of God renewed your heart and regenerated your spirit so that you became a new creation in Christ. You were given a new identity. You belonged to Him because you were adopted into His family. The Father gave you to His Son as a cherished gift. These statements are all synonymous ways that the Bible describes the miracle of a person being brought into God's kingdom. When you were born of God, you were made fully righteous by Christ positionally, and you were given the Holy Spirit to live within you. With the Spirit's continual help, we can not only live positionally righteous, we can be righteous in our practice, in the way we live. We must get our minds around this fact that Jesus is always with us because His Spirit always lives in us. Now, doesn't the prayer request make even more sense? God made you His own so that you can know Him intimately and have a vibrant and dependent relationship with your Heavenly Father. Instead of, as in human relationships, where the older you get, the more independent you grow from your parents, in Christ, the more we grow, the older we get in our spiritual life, the more dependent we are on our Father. So, does the Spirit come and go? Is that why we have to ask the Father to give us His Spirit? No, absolutely not. The Spirit doesn't leak out of us, but our faith sure leaks, and our commitment to Christ and our love for the Father definitely leak. Therefore, we need to be constantly renewed. The Spirit led Paul to write in Romans 12:2 Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. By the renewal of your mind. The first kingdom come prayer request is how we keep transforming and renewing our minds. And we all need a ton of mind renewal. God knows this better than we do. So he gives us his spirit in order to renew and transform how we think about life and God. He is in the business of giving his people his son's perspective on everything. We can only get and maintain a right perspective through the Spirit's ongoing assistance as He shines His truth into our hearts and minds. Light seems to be one of God's favorite metaphors. Why? Well, probably because He created it. He's the one who imagined light and chose to make it become a reality. What a perfect metaphor it is. Think about it. It's tangible and relatable to every language group so that all people throughout history have known the difference between dark and light. Darkness hides what is true and real. So how does God give his spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we can know him better? He shines the light of his truth into the dark places of our hearts and minds to make us see him. Without light, you can't see. Without the Spirit bringing light to God's Word and to our lives, we can't see to know God's will and what we should do and what we shouldn't. This Kingdom Come prayer request in Ephesians one eighteen identifies exactly how the Father will help us to know Him more fully. Listen to the request again. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him, Having the eyes of your hearts enlightened. The heart is where all of our emotions and our desires live. This phrase of clarification, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, is there so that we would know what needs to happen in our most inward part. Isn't it interesting how the Spirit led Paul to word this phrase? What are the eyes of our hearts? It's a vivid metaphor of how our emotions and our deep seated desires are wrongly influenced. They're darkened by our sinful nature. The only way to see what is right and have clarity is if God shines His light into our darkness and our misunderstanding. The eyes of the human heart are blinded and can only be given sight by God's gracious miracle. The Lord is illustrating how our innermost being needs to be fully enlightened to His words and His ways. So, we are to ask our Father to give us His Spirit— who has all wisdom and revelation, who can give clarifying light to our hearts' eyes? We can also think of it as God's Spirit correcting our lenses with a new prescription that gives us sharp 2020 vision. And with all of the input we receive in the world today, we definitely need God's 2020 vision. But it's not like you have 62% of the Spirit in you and you need to increase to 83%. You have 100% of the Spirit living within you. But does He have 100% of you? No, of course not. Me either. None of us are there. As long as we live in this sin-saturated earth, we'll never give ourselves fully to the Spirit of God 24-7. Progress is definitely God's will for us. He wants us to desire to give ourselves fully to His Spirit. We're all on the same journey of growing into the kind of people who are increasingly influenced by the Spirit of God. What you and I need more than anything else is to be more influenced by the Spirit throughout every moment of every day. As the Father gives you the Spirit and you are influenced by Him, you will experience what the Bible calls the fruit of the Spirit, as it's given to us in Galatians five twenty-two through 24 But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. That might be a verse you want to consider memorizing. When you put the interests of others ahead of your own, it is because you are being led by the Spirit of Christ. When you are genuinely patient and kind to others, it's because of the Spirit's influence in you. He will empower you to have self-control in the face of that temptation that often takes you down as you continue to ask the Father to give you His Spirit. Here's how you can word this prayer request to make it a bit easier to own. Say something like, I ask you, the glorious Father of my Lord Jesus Christ, to give me your Spirit, who has all wisdom and revelation, to help me know you more fully by enlightening my heart's eyes to see and to have clarity about what your truth is. Remember, this is how you use Jesus' prayer outline to ask God to make His kingdom come. So start owning this one request and keep asking your Father who loves you to give you His all-knowing Spirit in every situation you face. Hey, if this podcast is an encouragement to you, please subscribe and share it with others. Much of what we're covering is from my book, how to ask God for what He wants to give you, and you can pick up a copy at Amazon or any online book outlet. Until next time, may the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you.